the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Life circumstances uniquely affect people differently, yet God's love, grace, and mercy are limitless. The good news is God's word is uniquely sufficient. He knows what to do in every situation. He made us and he knows us better than we know ourselves. The Bible tells us to trust him, lean on him, and to acknowledge him. Whether it's a success, a setback, or a failure, no matter what it is, God will order our steps when we depend on him and him alone to uniquely perform his good and perfect work within us. Listen as Pastor Rander continues. And Father, we thank you for the privilege of preaching your gospel. Who am I to stand and preach something so sacred? Because I'm really unworthy and I'm humbled by the privilege that you use me in spite of myself. We pray that the hearers of your word would be still, whether at home or here in person, and that we would tune in to you and look at the pages of scripture and be all focused on what you want to say for us to live a better life to your glory in Jesus name and all God's children say it. Amen. Amen. Uh, this is a typical message in nature and we want you to be so kind enough to turn with us to Psalms 4610. Uh, this is going to be a, a mini series for two or three Sundays uh, to get us jump started in, in this year. And so we'll be preaching part two, Lord willing, part two of this message next Sunday and the following Sunday. Psalms 4610 says, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. I want to preach this series entitled, The Spiritual Discipline of Being Still Before the Lord. The spiritual discipline of being still before the Lord. Being still in this brand new year is so critical to living the victorious Christian life. What makes it so challenging is that we have so much coming at us from all directions. So many people are vying for a piece of us. And we have a plethora of legitimate responsibilities that can often outright overwhelm us. Then we have the noise factor that is so difficult to escape, such as noisy restaurants, noisy stores, noisy cars. You ever had a car come alongside you and they have that boom box inside and it's so loud that it makes your car shake and quake? Then there's noisy neighbors and many homes are just outright noisy. Unless we learn the discipline of being still, we will miss God's best for our life this year. There are so many things that keep us hyperactive. I mean hyperactive. 
We're ripping and running, we're ripping and running, we're ripping and running all over the place on a daily basis. And uh, things that keep us all hyper is technology. We have the tablets, the cell phone, the television, social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, social lives, work demands, health-related issues, medical appointments, family responsibilities, just to, to name a few. And I could have named about 20 other things to fit into this list. If we fail to learn to be still, we'll never experience what God wants us to experience about himself. We will surely be overtaken by the pressures and demands of this world system if we cannot still ourselves before a holy God. If the truth be told, all of us can use more stillness in our lives. Do I have an amen? amen? This message is designed to get our attention and to sensitize us to the importance of being still before the Lord. The psalmist says in Psalms 4610a, be still. I think we need to say that about three times because we haven't told ourselves that lately. And so I'm, we're going to say it three times and we're going to be talking to us. Okay? And I want you to say it as loud as you can. Ready? Be still. Again. Be still. Again. Be still. Thank you. Be still and know that I am God. You cannot know God unless you be still in the presence of God to the glory of God. The word still, the word still in the Hebrew means to be quiet. And that's, that's hard for some people. To just be quiet. It, it means to relax. It means to let go. It means to release. It means to surrender. It means to be comforted. It means to be healed. And based on these terms, we can see that being still has immense value as we launch off into this brand new year. Allow me to transition. Why is it so difficult for many believers to be still? And we don't expect people who, who know not the Lord to be still. They, they don't know the Lord. But the Bible commands us to be still. And that's why we need to be still because the Bible says be still. You don't need another reason. When the Bible says be still, then we need to what? Be still. But even though the Bible says be still, why is it so hard, so difficult for us as believers in Christ to be still? Number one, being unsure of God's plan and purpose for your life will hinder you from being still. Being unsure of God's plan and purpose of, for your life will hinder you from being still. Psalms 4610a says, be still and know that I am God. Some saints lack focus and direction in their lives. They lack focus and they lack direction in their lives and are not able to accomplish anything because uh, they are all over the place. They're just all over the place. I believe you will discover God's plan and purpose for your life when you get still before the Lord 
when you cry out to him for direction and ask him to reveal exactly what he wants you to do. If you love the Lord, if you delight in the Lord, if you listen and obey his word, he will reveal his will for your life when you are still before him. That is so critical. I believe I'll have to say that again. If you love the Lord, do you really love him? If you delight in the Lord, if you listen and obey his word, he will reveal his will for your life when you still yourself before him. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Wow, God wants to do all of that for you. He said, for me? Yes, for you. For you. Some of you get so uh, familiar with this scripture until it no longer speaks to you. I know the plans I have for you. You can put your name there, declares the Lord. I want to prosper you. And when I send you through some trials and and some pains in life, uh, I'm not not here to harm you. I'm here to bring the best out of you for my glory and your good. I, I, I have plans for you. And those plans are to give you a hope. Those plans are to give you a future. Beloved, the Lord will unfold his marvelous plan for your life and will prosper you if you just settle down. If, if, I want you to listen. If you just settle down, if you just quiet yourself before the Lord, if you just allow him to speak to you in a very personal way. Now, God is not going to yell at you to get your attention. Some of y'all so noisy and so loud, you think God's going to scream at you, but no, he's not. He wants you to just shut up. <laughs> I know you. Be quiet. Settle down. And he will speak in a still, small voice through his word or through his spirit. And he will let you in on some things about your life that will cause you to jump and shout with joy. Secondly, uh, why is it so difficult for saints to be still? An inability to properly plan and organize our lives hinders us from being still. An inability to properly plan and organize our lives hinders us from being still. I love that great verse in 1 Corinthians 14, 40, which says, but be sure that everything is done properly and in order. But be sure that everything is done properly and in order. When you spend time alone in the presence of God, Guess what he will do? He will set, and young folk, you need this as much as the older people. He will set your agenda. 
When you spend time alone in the presence of God, he will set your life agenda. He will prioritize your day. He will organize your life. God works through structure and not chaos and confusion. Get that now. God is a God of order. He's a God of structure. If you look at the creation account, he did everything. It was an orderly creation coming into being. God did things pragmatically. He did things systematically. Uh, He did things structurally. God is not the author of confusion, and neither is he the author of chaos and confusion. And when you find that in any church, that church is full of the devil. Matter of fact, when meetings get too long, oftentimes somebody is being used of Satan to even elongate that meeting because it has become about them and not about the advancement of the kingdom of God. Listen, if you will, you're listening by radio, television, social media, and all these other platforms. A disorganized life will accomplish very little for God. A disorganized life will accomplish very little for God. You accomplish very little for yourself and for others. And you look around, you think you, you folk who are 15 and 16, you think you have a whole lot of time. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't know your days on this earth. I buried them at all ages. God, death doesn't care about your age. You can, you, death doesn't care about your speed and how well you can see and how fast you can run. You can just die. A disorganized life will accomplish very little for God, yourself, and others. This is why it is so important to pray each morning, to pray each and every morning, asking the Lord to set your agenda for that day and watch him maximize that day to the glory of God and even uh, use the interruptions of that day to advance his divine purposes for his glory and your good. God often just does not make sense. He has the right, because he's sovereign, sovereign to interrupt our plans at any moment. And he knows what's best. Sometimes he's trying to save your life. Sometimes he alters your day uh, to, stand, uh, to keep you from certain accident or keep this from happening or that from happening. When the ten t- towers was run into by those planes. Do you know someone decided not to go to work that day? Just think about that. And they were frustrated. They couldn't get at the house. Things didn't work out. And all of a sudden, the buildings crash. Somebody's life was saved simply because uh, they thought they had it under control. And God was just doing something to orchestrate additional days in their lives. Thirdly, an inability to manage your time will impede you from being still. An inability to manage your time will impede your ability to be still. Ephesians 5.16 says, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. The days are evil. You cut the TV on, you look at social media, at any front. You, You can go to Alaska, you can go to Switzerland, you can go to New Zealand, you can go to Hawaii. Evil is everywhere. Beloved, time is a gift from God, and when we still ourselves in his presence, he will reveal to us how to make the most of our allotted time in each day. You are allotted only so much time in each day, each month, 
and each year. Also, should you misuse your time, you cannot go back and retrieve it. It's lost. You can't go back and get it. It's gone. If we reflect on how little time we have left, I reiterate, if we reflect on just how little time we have left on this earth, we will not be so prone to waste the precious gift of time. Number four, you cannot confront your own weaknesses and unresolved issues unless you get still before the Lord so that he can search your heart and reveal your anxieties and wicked ways. I know I said it a lot, so I'll slow down a bit. You cannot confront your own weaknesses. I don't have any weaknesses. Yes, you do. The weakness of lying because you do have weaknesses. You cannot confront your own weaknesses and unresolved issues unless you get still before the Lord so he can search your heart and reveal your anxiety and wicked ways. You say, I have wicked ways? I've been saved 20 years, 30 years. You still got some wicked ways. That's right. That that negative thought, that jealousy, you know, that getting even. Uh-huh, talking back, gossip, lying, slander, uh, sleeping around, and everything else is wicked. <laughs> Psalms 139, 23, and 24 says, search me. Now, we're good at certain, searching everybody else and putting finger. ooh, look at her. No, it ought to be saying, ooh, look at me. Ooh, look at me. Not look at her, not look at him, look at me. And know my heart, oh God, says the psalmist. Try me and know my anxieties and see if there is any wicked way, not in everybody else, in where? Say it a little bit louder. You're scared to say it. Come on. In, In me. And lead me in the way everlasting. Let me tell you something about this passage. All believers, even though saved, still have to continually deal with the old Adamic sin nature that has a tendency of pulling us into things that are wicked before the Lord. All believers, even though we're saved, still have the propensity to to yield to that old Adamic nature, that old Adamic sin nature that has the proclivity, the tendencies of pulling us into things that are wicked before the Lord. Only when you are still, only when you spend time in God's presence, only when you study his word, only when he, he revealed to you your own personal weaknesses, unresolved issues in your life, unresolved sin that you have not dealt with. The phrase in that passage, you see, and know my anxieties, this is know my anxieties, uh, is to petition God who knows us intimately to release us from those things that cause us to become anxious. God knows us intricately, intimately, thoroughly, completely. And, And when we cry to God, he will release us of those things that causes us to become anxious. Search me. Those things that cause us to be worried, become fearful. Those things that stress us out, 
cause us to feel uneasy, disquieted, disturbed. God will settle those things that cause us to become restless and makes us nervous and fretful and impatient. Things that make us unsettled and, and to live in doubt. When you get your eyes off of Jesus, you will be more tense, more edgy, and your mind will be full of trouble. You will have a troubled mind and you will lack confidence in Christ. You see? Living in a spirit of prayer ushers in tranquility. Living in a, in a spirit of prayer ushers in calmness. When America's turned upside down, you're calm. And the calmer you are in the midst of chaos, people take note you've been with Jesus and they want to, they're drawn to you because you're holding it together and they want to know how you're holding it together when everybody else is out of it. And that becomes a great opportunity to evangelize and tell folk, it is Jesus who is keeping me right now. Uh, When you pray, it, it ushers in tranquility, calmness, and peace in the midst of troubling times. Philippians 4, 6, 7 says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Number five, many saints are deceived into believing that to be busy is to be spiritual. Many saints are deceived into believing that to be uh, busy is to be spiritual. They tell you all the things. They say, how you doing? Well, I, I did this, 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 this. Now I'm doing this, 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 this. Now I have to do this, 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 this. And that makes you goody two shoe spiritual. Look at me. I am so busy. And you may be just as carnal as you can be. Luke 10, 39 says, and she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. Like Mary, we must make the decision to be still to receive the word of God. Mary made a decisive decision to be still in the presence of God, listening to the word of God, to the glory of God. She was more concerned about being in his presence than hospitality, whereas Martha was so stressed and frustrated over Mary's lack of help in the kitchen to prepare food that she missed her time with the Lord. Beloved, it is possible to do so many good things in service for our Lord and his church that the weightier things are left undone. We must not equate busyness with spirituality. Martha was cooking the Lord a meal. that's That's a good thing. That's a great thing. She was cooking the Lord a meal, which is a great thing. And yet she was missing, she was missing out on the most important thing, which was sitting at the feet of Jesus and hearing his words. Do you not know you could come to the Lord's house and not worship God. You can, be, you can be in that phone and you can be texting silently or you can be looking at emails and you can be doing other and never engage in worship. You can go out to use the restroom and, and, and come in 30 minutes later. It don't take you that long. If, if you're in the restroom that long, you need to see a doctor. <laughs> you sit out there and chit-chat out there on the seats and just kind of move around with your friends and buddies 
And somebody will come to you and say, well, what, were four, what was four points of the past? I don't know. But you got all that conversation with your friend. You don't come here to have a conversation. You come here to meet God. You can come here and work on Sunday and like a lot of folk do outside of the church. And when you leave here, you have the business of the kingdom, but you've missed out on the word. God highly values his word and puts his word equal with his name. And if you, and Satan don't mind you coming to, he say, go and go to church. And, but just don't receive nothing. Leave like you came. See everybody else's issue. Say who can sing and who can't sing. Leave talking about it was too cold or too hot. Leave because somebody was in your seat and you upset. Or your, your parking lot was, small parking spot was taken. And I, t- I declare to you, you'll be the most misery warded wop-sided person driving off on this side of the Mississippi River. It is possible to be busy in the house but not worship in the house of God. And we need to take some corrective measures to worship God. That should be high priority in the house. You see somebody just lingering and a lot of, even you live streamers out there, if you, if you kind of uh, watching, the, watching the broadcast, but you, you, you knitting and, 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 and you dusting and you glancing at the television and you, and you got some bacon here and a, and, a, and a muffin here and a biscuit here and talking about I watched the broadcast, stop lying, you didn't watch it, sit down, look at YouTube and look at it again in worship. I submit to you today that absolutely nothing should take priority over the word of God in your life. As committed children of the only true and living God, we walk by faith and not by sight. Life on earth is not easy. Yet, even in the midst of trials and tribulations, we have joy, hope, peace, strength, and God's blessed assurance as we face trials. Best yet, we look forward to hearing our Savior say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant, and eternal life with our Lord and Savior. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.